The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Beyond the Fairway Podcast, you already know, man. It's your home for all things swaggy, all things just, just a little different in golf. We go beyond the scores and highlights to give you this game in a way that you don't get it usually. You know what I'm saying? It's me, Dougie Fresco. I'm alongside Will Lowry. Lil, what's, what, how was your Easter week? Because we had a busy weekend with golf. I'll tell you what, man. Man, you know it was it was uh it was good it was good prep, man. Because all I did was just want to watch golf. You know, I got I got the whole ecosystem of golf from kids to women to 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 coming to the girls. men side with yeah, the being girls. In, the, in the matches week, girls, everything. <laughs> so I I saw the whole eco sphere of golf, and we're here. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm golfed up. Yeah, out. I already know. Hey, it was a huge week. Hey, before we get to the Steph Curry interview, Steph came in here with us to knock it out for Masters week. You know, it's a big week in golf. But before we even get to that, man, big week last week as well. Look, I don't know if my relationship, I don't know if my marriage was going to sustain yesterday's all the golf we watched. Because I woke up yesterday, Wills, I watched the drive, chip, and putt. I watched the... Um, uh, well, hell, I can't even remember all the stuff that came on after that. A inspiration. Drop, it was no, well, that was later. It was drive, oh. chip, and putt. Then it was the Valero. Augusta National Women's Amateur, and then it was the Valero Texas Open, and then it was the A and A Inspiration. It was so much golf. I don't. Again, my wife looked at me like, um, so we're we gonna celebrate uh, Easter. Like, you know, it's we're gonna celebrate know, Jesus, Jesus resurrection. No. Like, yeah, like no, you know what, what I'm saying? So no. I, I don't know, man. I might not make it. I might not make it after this one, bro. Yeah, man. So, you know, I, I we, we have Steph coming up into the building. You know, we're gonna talk about everything. I can't wait to have these conversations. But in honor of Steph, I got my my uh neon shoes that he sent me that I never wore. <laughs> I think we know why. <laughs> but uh <laughs> hey, he gonna but, get uh, you for that. He gonna get you for that. Yeah, I know, I know. But uh but yeah, man, it was it was uh it was a lot a lot of golf talk, man, a lot of golf uh news out there and I can't say it, man, I was disappointed, man. It was it was it was all golf. So hey, look, mad, mad at that. The first first thing I do wanna mention, how excited were you? I was I was like a little kid watching like the little micro children like at Augusta National on the 18th green yesterday. It was so cool to see the energy and the love for the game. I mean, so many players, I saw Justin Rose looking over. Uh, we saw uh, Bubba Watson looking over. So JT was out there looking on to the drive, chip, and putt. So many winners, man. But those kids have to go through so much to get to Augusta. I'm just impressed by by the love of the game, man. It, it, it kind of juiced me up a little bit to go out and practice and hit balls and chip and putt and all that kind of stuff, man. It was Absolutely. great. 
Absolutely, man. And, and thing about it was, you know, I was here, I call him Uncle Pete. I'm talking about Peter Jacobson. Uncle Pete was on the ones and twos. And you can, <laughs> I can tell that he was really enamored by these kids because I feel like the, his cadence and his voice was changing. Like, and I know he's a professional, but I was like, man, it's about to go down, man. Is this guy going to make this play? Come on, Henry Guam. Let's go. Let's go. And so, but yeah, I mean, you see these kids and like just kind of uh, going back to what you just mentioned, the, the kids who are there are supposed to be there. Like, cause you saw some yeah. great, great talent. You saw some uh, great action on the ball. And I just mentioned Henry Guam, man, that, that swing right there, man. I, I wish I could have that action. Like, well, I, you, I we, we already know your now. disposition, Mr. I hold it upside down and backwards. <laughs> hey, then we got into the Augusta national women's amateur playoff. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just a, like I enjoyed seeing the playoff and what it meant to these girls that, that, I mean, how great is it to play at Augusta A and to get a chance to host or hoist uh, the trophy? So big shout out to Soupside Kajitani um, for for her play this week. You know, look, coming down the stretch, she she held it down, man, and, and that's why she got to ho hoist the hardware. Yeah, anytime you get a chance to see a playoff in, a, in such a illustrious and uh, huge event, it always makes it that much easier to uh, to watch. So hence why I couldn't step away from the couch so easily because uh, i just <laughs> just got lost and got involved <laughs> and then we get we, we swing it over to texas jordan speed takes is he back will is he back i don't know he's hey, something he's hey, he's a winner again I, hey we, we we saw this thing trending man ever since that uh that's that's 61 over at uh scottsdale a, f a couple months back that right there was the beginning yeah. of the uh yeah. of the sending of, of jordan speed so I uh, I can't wait till we got what we got going on this week. Thirteen hundred and fifty-one days had elapsed between Jordan Spieth victories on the PGA Tour. Jordan Spieth, welcome back to the victory circle. And then we swing it all the way out to Rancho Mirage, or the ANA Inspiration, where where Patty Tavatanik and she just said, you know what, I'm gonna lead this thing from wire to wire, and nobody's messing with me. Four days of being the leader. You know how you know how hard that is Amen. in a major in a major four days Let me go of get being this. the leader and, and it, it was so funny was I thought it was such such a show maturity in her game who she is as a person and knowing herself and what makes her tick is that I, I saw every question uh, was asked hey did you happen to watch Lydia Ko and her you know sixty two and all the things she was doing and she was like no. I didn't see the leaderboard. I didn't. I don't know anything about Lydia Ko. What I'm going to do is go home and watch Golf Channel and then see what Lydia Ko did. I'm paraphrasing, hey, but yeah. I will say this. <laughs> We're going to get into the Steph Curry interview. Steph had some things to say about Jordan Speed that I don't know if a lot of people are ready for, but hey, let's go ahead and get to this Steph Curry interview, Will. Let's go beyond the fairway on Masters Week with the man, the myth, the legend, Stephen Curry. Man, beyond the fairway, Will and I are back. Special Masters edition of the show. And y'all already see who's with us. We got Will's man, my man, Stephen Curry in the building. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's happening? That's exactly how I get introduced everywhere. I'm Will's guy. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, thought, I, I thought you were a pride of, uh, I thought Will was the pride of Charlotte until, you know, I, I realized that you were, you know, grew up in Charlotte. So Will's a little hurt about that, but it's okay. Reason. It's all right. They, 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 they still call me, they still call me first for appearances. So I, you can still keep me as a person. I'm okay with that. I appreciate you turning them down so you leave something for me. <laughs> they, there you go. <laughs> hey, Steph, I got a question for you real quick. Cause you, I've seen you introduce yourself as Steph and Stefan. 
Like, how how are we supposed to address you? Which which name do you go by, and when when are you Steph, and when are you Stephen? I'll even add a third option there at the end, but I think Stephen was is always the uh, the go to until I got to college, and then my college coach uh, at, at Davidson, Bob McKillop, he for some reason just I don't know if it's he got tired of calling my name in my my freshman year because I was making so many mistakes, he just kept saying Steph. So that kind of stuck. But if you really, really know me, you want to get under my skin a little bit, you, you go at Wardell. So there's, there's there's three options there. Stephen, if you just, you know, I, I kind of know what the relationship is. If you go if you go at Wardell, that means I, we go way back. Yeah, that's why we'll call you that. Oh, okay. We'll be like, we got Wardell coming. I'm like, who is that? Wardell Curry. But you the second, though, so we got that in common. You know what I mean? Respect. Yeah. Now, now look. I got, we got to get this in the air real quick, get it out. Because I've heard that you have asked Will for help with your golf game. Now, we all know how Will plays golf upside down and backwards. All right? That's just what it is. So I, I got to ask you, you've mastered the three-point shot, but yet you go to Will for swing advice. I, you got to give me some context here, Steph. I mean, I'm just trying to get better. I think once you uh... – once you get out on the course and, and, you know, obviously I can play, I got some talent, but you know, I get lost at times. I get lost. I get a little, uh, little in my own head and, and Will is, is Johnny on the spot to kind of get me right. He's got a great way of uh, introducing some concepts that honestly just make me, you know, just, it's not mechanical. It just makes me, you know, have a good feel. It makes me uh, a little bit more confident out there. My favorite one is, is the grip pressure. That's the one that I I take and I've like copyrighted for myself. I'm sorry, Will. Right. So anybody anybody who's like a, a a beginner into it, like how you hold the club, I'm like you know it's, it's a scale of a you know zero to ten. You know zero means your club's falling out your hand, a ten means you're gripping the life out of it. You got you got to find your four, find your four, <laughs> find your four, and then you're good. And I tell that to everybody, they're like, oh, that's crazy, like. <laughs> I know what my and, four is now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so it's so funny, Doug. Like when we play, and it's not always at a four. I'm like, they go Wardell right there. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not Steph because uh, because 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 when you when you see Steph strike a ball, Doug, it's it's almost like tour ish. Like it's almost uh, like tour ish. And think about it. Only thing about only thing about it, Doug, is that I think. I think Steph think he can hold me. I think he, I think he think he's gonna beat me on the course. I, I don't. The, the times we play, I don't know if you ever got me. Have you never got me? Have you? I, I've got. I you, know. You've I never, remember you, the day. Bro, you, bro, long you, view. Long view. Okay. Uh, Let's get to it. First time playing the course. Who cares? You're it doesn't matter. What do you no. Mean? You, you first never. First time playing the course. Just because it's my home track don't mean nothing. Okay. He may. Have I been... remember. I, we, we had to go to 19 holes though. I do know that because I got. May... I got a nice little up and down on on one, which is the 19th hole. I kind of uh, remember that. Yeah, I kind of yeah, remember. Yeah, that. Kinda, but, I know you remember that. You okay. Let me say this. It. Let me say this. Doug. <laughs> He's beating me, but he never beat me. Beat me. You know what I'm saying? Does that make any sense? It does make sense. Let's go. Let's move forward. No, he's uh, never beaten me. Beaten me. I don't know what that means. I, he's never. Beaten. I, I, it's like, I is that like it. scratching on the eight ball? Like, can you? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like it's, I lost, it's, but you didn't beat me. Like, is that how that is, Will? Like, I mean, I don't... It, it's it's not counting as an L in my book. But if he Look, wants man. to put a W in his book, that's fine. I'm cool with that. Okay, I'm cool. That's fine. Stephen, tell yeah. me something. Growing up, I know you and your pops play golf uh, together a lot. I'm a bit jealous about that. Two brothers out there on the golf course. But but tell me a little bit about how you balance like AAU 
you know, recruiting and then trying to play golf? Because you play at a high level, though. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, it was always just my go-to, you know, in between, uh, you know, obviously, school, basketball, play AU baseball, uh, around the time that I started playing golf. But it was really chasing my dad. Like, anytime you know, he had a free moment, he was going to the course. So um, I started out just driving the cart with a little sawed-off putter, and he let me go. And then I eventually found the game for myself, started to play. Um, obviously, basketball, and, you know, from the time I was – 13, which was the only sport I really played. And um, it, it was the focus, but I was always searching for that, you know, free couple hours to go go to the course and yeah. and, uh, and and play. Because I, I could keep my competitive streak going out there uh, with who I was playing with, but it was also just competing against myself. So there's a, there's a nice little, little blend and, and balance there. And then in high school, um, you know, in the spring after uh, high school basketball season, right before AAU, I was on the uh, the school golf team uh, for three years, my freshman, sophomore, and and senior year. So, um, like that's so that's like a little known fact. People are like, yo, you played? I played competitive golf in high school. I didn't know what the hell I was doing my first two years when I was out there. But uh, my senior year, I was I was the number one. So uh, let's say let's say we didn't go that far. If, if I'm your number one in high school, but we. Yeah. Uh, it was nice what, to claim. I claimed that. I claimed that spot for one year. <laughs> what year? What year? What year did you finally start like to put some time and work in to start practicing? And uh, you know, was that like come on golf? After, yeah, golf. When did you start putting some practice in, in the golf? It was probably like thirteen, fourteen. Um, See, when I actually knew what I was doing well enough to uh, to try to get better. So right. Right. See, he's so, so used to basketball questions, Will. He don't realize this. This yeah, is golf. This is golf. Yeah, this I know. It's like hundred <laughs> percent. Bro, you 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 be free in golf right now. This is no who. I mean, you know, we know what's going on over there. So we don't. <laughs> it's we don't it's like middle, middle, this, middle this, of the season over here. I'm like, yeah. yo, I can. Yeah, this is not this is not beyond the half court. This is beyond the fairway. <laughs> but um, but so like so like when when did it like to the, come to the point to where man I'm starting to see my hard work pay off in golf. Like, when did it see like, man, you know, I'm start, if I pull over time, man, I can start seeing some uh, some residuals. Well, that was the question. Like, now I get that question a lot is if I put as much time into golf as I did into basketball growing up, could I, you know, try to play professional? And, like, I take that question very seriously because I know, you know, the talent and the work and the grind to get to that level. So it's not like I can just wake up and say, oh, yeah, I was supposed to be a professional golfer. But... Um, you know, with the natural talent I had and, 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 and as much as I played in high school, uh, I didn't really practice that much. I just played as much as I could. But um, the thoughts do kind of, you know, rattle around up there how far I could have taken it if golf was the main thing, you know, middle school, high school type of vibe. So um, who knows? We'll, 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 we'll never know. Yeah. I, I would, you know, I, I felt like I would have. I would have been scratching the surface. Let's say the the grind and the and the the the, uh, the will that I have in basketball, I could take it out there and uh, and figure it out. So I mean, it's it's so, a good alternate ending. I don't know. We'll never see that movie. <laughs> well, well, let me let me ask you this question, and I think we all want to know. Cause I don't know if there's a clear answer. When the sun set on your career, oh, will yeah. you will you make a real push? To try to get on some type of tour, I mean, is is has that escaped your your thought process at all? 
Uh, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do another Beyond the Fairway with Aisha, and we'll ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. Hell no. <laughs> All right. Uh, hell no. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're definitely going to bring her back in here. That's for sure. Right. And, and Riley. And yeah, Riley. Get, you know, get the green light from both of them, then hell yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> right. I, I, can see, I can see Riley swinging a golf club, too, though. So, like, I, I can – that might – that might can – that might can – it might work out actually. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steph, I know you're you you are a huge family man, a, a man of faith. But what I want to know is, I want to talk SC thirty and, mm-hmm. and Inc. What it is, what it's designed to do, because this is what I found interesting. When you go to the website sc thirty it says in bold, disrupt culture, transform lives. And this is what got me. Ruin the game. Yeah. My question is, what is the game? Because it's like, to me, everything golf, right? The game is golf. But I know, you know, for you, it's like a whole lot of stuff. But mm-hmm. what is what is ruining the game mean? It, it takes a lot of different forms. And to your point, the game could be anything. Um, inside of sports, outside. Um, in the venture world, we're doing a lot of things. In the media landscape, we're doing a lot of things. In the foundation, uh, philanthropic world. Um, so SC30 Inc. incorporates um, kind of a multifaceted approach to my off-court you know, presence and platform to continue to inspire the next generation, uh, create opportunities for those that don't have them currently. And, and to, your, to your question, ruining the game and, and thinking differently about how we do that. And so, um, you know, we've been in the... Uh, on this effort for about three years now, and uh, we have a lot to show for it. It's uh, it's pretty awesome to know from uh, my, my media company, Unanimous, down in L.A. We've um, got an amazing, amazing portfolio of stuff happening. Uh, starting to build our team. Um, you know, we had a great partnership with Sony there. Uh, me and Aisha's foundation, Eat, Learn, Play, uh, it's been an amazing Unfortunately, we've had a lot of success because the need is, is just so dramatic, especially yeah. during this pandemic in terms of, um, you know, food insecurities, the access to the quality education um, and creating safe spaces to play, you know, for kids, especially rooted. There's a lot of need there. Uh, you looked at some of the investment stuff and that's that's huge for us because there's a lot of startup companies that are doing things, doing some amazing things to try to, you know, uh, solve a lot of issues. And, you know, as you invest, you try to find other ways to incorporate that company's strategies and missions into the other things that we're doing and uplift and help storytell around that as well. Um, and I, and I value there. And then, uh, in terms of, you know, all of my brand partners and things that, um, that help you know tell my story and help uh, raise the platform. I'm trying to think differently about uh, who we partner with. So there's a lot of a lot of great things happening. You know we're still babies in the process. Obviously three years in, but it's just setting up hopefully uh, years and years and years of impact. Even when the 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 basketball stops bouncing and and, and the golf ball starts flying a little bit more. So 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 here so I I really want to know um, how is SC30 going to ruin the golf culture, the golf game. You know, uh, talk about that a little bit. I think you, uh, as you start to to ask questions and and do your homework on where the opportunity gap is in the game and getting more representation in the game, that's what we're trying to do. Uh, I have a, a brand called Underrated that, um, you know, kind of is the the 
the expression of my basketball journey being a three-star high school recruit kind of overlooked um you know n not really targeted by the, the high major d1 programs but my story was my story and i own that and and now we're reaching back into you know the next generation to find those three-star recruits to give them a platform to to create scholarships and and to do that we're trying to now pivot that into into the into the golf world where uh there's so much talent uh i think you know at that early, early stage uh level um, especially in the black community and the underrepresented communities and um they get left behind because of access and support and equipment and coaching and you know even just the access to, to get to courses and just play uh, and be around the right people and so we're trying to 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 fill that gap and, and be that that support that can create a pipeline and and get more representation on the tour, but also create you know you look at Howard Golf, um, which is something I've supported uh, and tried to bring back into the D1 program. We've created scholarships through that program and created a a kind of a north star. This is where golf could take you. Um, we're not talking about profession. We're just talking about getting you into college to, to further your education. So. Um, that's that's what we're trying to do um and it's uh, there's a lot of different ways to do it and and uh, we're trying to figure out you know the right way but uh, i know that there are a lot of people that are interested in, in supporting and participating and being a part of the solution and and hopefully i can use my basketball kind of journey to then you know pivot into golf to say this is um this is how we're creating opportunity and, and look back and, and see you know how many kids are, are going to be you know impacted by this so you, you talked about Howard, you know, currently there are 25 teams that are currently in the HBCU realm that mm -hmm. has a golf program. And as of the last eight years, 15 of them went down, right? Mm -hmm. So what can what can we do to, uh, or how can we talk, keep, continue conversations about replicating what you did? You know, maybe get other people who have a, a similar platform to what you have to uh, maybe attach themselves to another HBCU school or in their program. So what are, what are some of the uh, ways that we can do that, you think? I mean, first, it's just about awareness. Even the stat that you just threw out, like how many people actually know about that? How many people know or, or don't know that, uh, one, how incredible HBCUs are across our country, two, um, the successful people that have gone through, you know, those, 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 uh, those campuses and, and done amazing things in the world. Um, but three, how many people are passionate about golf and that opportunity to be there um we just need people to support it and and you know what i've done for howard and, and trying to create an endowment there um is it, special and that you can create a template of what that looks like mm -hmm. at other schools um you even looked at when i played in, in the match with uh with, with tom and right or sorry with uh phil and and, and uh and um uh, and chuck and yeah <laughs> and peyton like that was five hours of national broadcast you know television that was all about you know hbcus and so i don't know if that happens without you know what we did with howard and and, and creating um you know that awareness so it's it's an ongoing process but it, you have to do your homework do your research and and uh and be intentional about you know what you can do uh, for those HBCUs because the opportunity is there. Um, and, and we're creating those relationships and building that network um, so that it's a little bit easier. You know, as a graduate of FAMU myself, I played golf at the University of Louisville, transferred to Florida A&M. But during my, when I transferred, and this is a true story, they actually cut the golf program due to financial strain at FAMU. So mm -hmm. during that season, I had to, they honored my scholarship to come down to FAM 
but hell, I'm leaving Kentucky. Luckily, um, you know, I, I, I had an opportunity to go to University of Kentucky and work for the men's basketball team with Tubby Smith there. But I, as a person that understands the financial strain of, of HBCU golf, um, having, and having been on both sides of the ball, you know, high-level mm-hmm. high D1, high-level um, um, HBCU, you know, we know the strain. So when, when those announcements came out, Steph, like just brother to brother, dude, I was so excited. You know, I was so excited that, that you use your platform, you use your, your own cash to, to really prop up this university. Now, my question is, is why Howard, of all the kind of schools, why didn't you go to FAMU, man? Hold us down. Like, how did that come about? That's just personal relationships. I went to Howard uh, a little over two years ago. Um, this is kind of how the ecosystem works when I was talking about SC30 Inc. We were there uh, with Unanimous to do a screener for a documentary called Emmanuel that we had just launched about you know the, the, the shootings that happened in, in uh, Charleston back in 2016. And, uh, and while we were there, we did a screener, we did a panel talking about um, you know gun violence and and faith and forgiveness and the themes of the documentary. And after um, we had the screener, there's about 100, 150 uh, HU students uh, in attendance. And and uh, they, this is pre-pandemic. They came down to the front right before I was leaving. I kind of went down the row and talked to uh, to each of the students that were there. And they all had you know some amazing ideas about you know things that they were passionate about. You know, somebody asked me about how to you know get in with uh, designing my my Under Armour shoes. Uh, somebody came up and was talking about my foundation, ways to get plugged in, and uh, and then this this guy Otis first and the fourth. He uh, he is dope name, name, by the way. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dope name. Some, award, some award, Wardell and Otis Ferguson and the fourth. We got some power rings. We got to figure out who who's winning and that a, one. And we got and we got a Clifford too. So that, that's, 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 that sounds like perfect. a Temptations. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's not like the guys who got cut from the golf team. <laughs> Otis came up and was like, "Hey, I've been on the uh, the, the Howard Club team, and he's you know, been trying to to uh, position, you know, getting Division One golf back here uh, at, at Howard, and and we just chopped it up for about five minutes. I got his information, uh, followed up with him, you know, a week or two later, and said, "How can we get this done?" And then we had buy-in from the top, Dr. Frederick, who. Um, who runs Howard? He he was you know Johnny on the spot you know the athletic director as well. Um, you know Carrie, we they all were passionate about it. Let's get this done. Obviously knowing that you know they could answer the financial question, which is one of the biggest ones you know for everybody. And so from there, it just kind of uh, it kind of happened. I had a lot of partners and, and people that stepped up to support and and again we're just gonna, they just played their first tournament last week uh, down at William and Mary, and so it's actually real. It's happening and. Um, that's awesome. And there's just a culture around Howard as well that that uh, I think has has been received extremely well. And to your point, this is something that can be you know duplicated, replicated you know across other HBCUs right. as well. And that and that's that's what that'd be so dope, man. I can just see, you know, maybe Larry Fitzgerald attach himself to a Bethune Cookman or no, it come know, to fam, or, 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 <laughs> whatever, or whatever. But I, I just think I just think what you did, and if, if you had that replicated. I mean, that can go all across the HBCU spectrum. But I, uh, I want to touch something that you just mentioned, um, uh, ELP, Eat, Learn, Play. Uh, you said, I, I just recently read that um, you guys are teaming up with uh, Workday as far as with uh, Jack Nicholas and the Memorial. Uh, t- talk to us a little bit more about that. Another, another relationship piece. Um... 
you know, Workday's been heavy in the golf game. They got a couple uh, uh, amazing players uh, wearing the brand on, on the course and doing some amazing work in the community. Uh, but uh, their CEO, Anil, he's uh, been a huge supporter of, of uh, Eat, Learn, Play. And, and he's so passionate about golf and passionate about, you know, philanthropy and giving back um, and, and where the connection is on those two. And, um, you know, we we started, we were trying to to get a tournament out in the Bay Area. Uh, and there was some good momentum there uh, to try to get uh, a tournament you know, happening uh, out in what, our What in kind our of tournament? Hometown. What kind an of actual, an actual PGA tournament uh, to get on the PGA schedule. Um, but as those conversations started to happen, um, there was an opportunity to to uh, be a part of the memorial. Obviously, it made you know Jack's course and, and, and the amazing work that him and his foundation have done in that tournament as a whole and the response they get on the tour. So. Um, uh, in 2022, uh, Workday will be, you know, taking over the memorial. Um, there's a lot more information coming out on that, but just to know that, you know, you have somebody like Anil who's passionate about golf, he's passionate about giving back, he's passionate about what me and Aisha are doing with our foundation. Um, he, he's done an amazing job trying to, you know, connect us, uh, you know, to the tour in a, in a truly meaningful way that'll hopefully create, you know, a legacy piece as we, uh, as we, uh, do the great work. So I'm excited about it, man. We all know how, how amazing the memorial is as a tournament. Um, I mean, to, yeah. yeah. I used to caddy I mean, out there. I used to caddy at the village, man. And that course ain't no joke. So shout out to the caddies. <laughs> the village. I don't know. I don't know which one, I don't know which one is more tough, you know, uh, you know, hosting your own PJ tour event or filling the shoes of Jack Nicholas. That part. You know, that right. part. <laughs> so which one has more pressure? <laughs> We're gonna find out. <laughs> exactly. Now, Steph, look, I gotta um I gotta switch it up here because there's some video that's been floating around um mm -hmm. on social media. Awesome. I had it texted to me. Brian Riley, can you go ahead and throw this video in here? Cause now that we got Steph here, I wanna I, wish, I wanna I, I wanna see what happens now. Brian, go ahead and throw that up. All right, Steph checks his text messages before he, he sets Will up for this crossover. But look, for everybody that's listening to the audio version, hey, we're just watching Will get crossed. I mean, it's just up. It, uh, there it was. And, and Will got crossed up. But look, hey, y'all got to tune in on Peacock, man, and YouTube to see this because this is funny. Just let this breathe for a minute. Oh, I can't it wait for that thing so to go happy. away. It makes me so happy. Oh, it makes me so happy. Uh, Steph, did, did you did you get Will into the training room after that to get his ankle tape, or what happened? I mean, you you can run it back and run it in slow mo. His, his all his things, the right foot just starts sliding across the court like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the boy best part about it was... uh, but the, the thing about it so like i mean we know steph's a decent <laughs> basketball player you know that right he's decent no he's and, pretty good and and right. i knew every move was coming and, and i i knew my hand was in the right spots it's just that i had to make a business decision do i crack the ankle or just just fall down gracefully <laughs> and I, I i left but but i mean there was a couple times when i had the rock as well I mean, he really you made one things. shot. You made one shot. But I, I did make one shot. But the previous two that you fouled me, it didn't allow me to make the other two shots. I don't. So, I don't you know, we actually we actually have that video, Steph. Hey, roll, Man, Brian. Now roll, roll. Just roll. Let's that see. One. Let's see, Steph. Let's see Will flop. Let's let's do that. Uh, uh, why didn't? Damn, who team you on? 
Now, in today's do you, see how, do you see how far this man faded away into the corner? All I'm, all I'm saying, contact, all I'm saying, contact. bro, all I'm saying in today's NBA, that's a foul. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if so, that was a foul, I would shoot I, about 27 free throws a game. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I, I, I do see some Jordan rules sometimes when you go to the hoop, but I mean, that's, just, right. that's just between me and you. <laughs> so. so so Steph Will claims that he had on tight pants, and that was one of the reasons. Well, as we looked at that video, you sir also had some skinny fashion on as well. So Will, I do believe <laughs> that um, yes. that wasn't an, an advantage on Steph's even, side. Even playing field, even playing field right there. Yeah, and I had, dress, I had some I had some dress sneakers on. I'm gonna throw that out there too. I love that you checked. He checked his text messages right before he crossed you too. <laughs> Let me go. Hey, I'm about to cross Will. Let me hit you right back. Um, Steph, you and Will are pretty close. Tell me a little bit about y'all's kind of relationship on and off the golf course, because I know you've you've served as a friend and a mentor to Will, and and you need to be his basketball coach because that was. <laughs> <laughs> that is my guy and part of the uh the fun of just him being able to come out to the bay and that's how that whole uh scenario happened last year when i was i was i actually was injured there too by the way yeah. i had a, i had a i had a half half working left hand we ain't gonna right. throw that detail out right. no but uh i mean it's obviously centered around it's centered around family centered around golf you know we with my season and all that, our favorite time of the year in Tahoe, where we actually get to really hang chop it up, yeah. um, you know, every summer up in, in July up in, in Lake Tahoe. That's that's amazing. But it goes way back to the Charlotte days. Um, you know, got some mutual friends that, that connected us. And, and, and now to think, you know, whatever, almost 10 years later, um, that, uh, you know, on this podcast, you know, watching uh, – or finding out in different ways to, to to impact the world of golf together, which is some some cool things happening in the future. Finally, um, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna keep the inside joke to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing to know that you got people, uh, you know, real real solid people that are are trying to impact the world just like you are, um, and have a story to tell. That's the biggest thing. And so. Uh, you know, we, uh, we're we going to do God's work and we'll do it in a hopefully mm. a, a really, really meaningful way. I love it. I, I do. I do want to, you know, we, I don't think we can go a whole session without talking about uh, the family. Right. And, you know, with all the stuff that you're doing, Steph, you know, all the stuff we just went over and, and you mentioning 30 years from now, when Riley, Ryan and Cannon are doing an interview mm -hmm. and the question is asked, Tell me about your father. What do you hope they uh, gain from from all the, over the years of watching Daddy work? Ooh, you about to make me get emotional right here, bro. Yeah, I know he caught me off guard. I'm on the road. I'm missing the girls, and, and my boy Canada eight five and two right now. So it's we're in that prime stage. But thirty years from now, like I think there's that 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 kind of idea that you know most people won't remember what you told them or like the actual words you said, but they'll remember how you, how they made you feel. And for, for me, for my kids, you know, 30 years from now to know that you know, I gave them confidence, um, a sense of identity and a sense of purpose in life, uh, or help them find their purpose. Um, but demonstrated, you know, that work ethic and the gratitude on a daily basis. Um, that for me would be uh, yeah, enough. I, it's hard to know like what they're gonna 
uh, you know, go into what they're going to pursue, what their passion is going to be in life. But I hope to be me and my wife to be able to support them every step of the way, just like my parents did. Um, and to know that they are no different than the person to the left or to the right. They just been given a unique set of skills by God to, to, to live on and to, to, uh, use to their, to their advantage. And they got to figure that out. And so for me, um, if I give them that confidence and that sense of purpose, then, then I've done my job. And, uh, and that's all it's about. Right. Riley's going to have that confidence because let me, let me tell you a quick story, Doug, about Riley. So I get to the, I get to the, I get to the house. So Steph has a thing where he just leaves you. Like he just, you get to the crib <laughs> and he'll just, <laughs> you'll just be left in the crib, bro. I don't know how to turn on TV. I think one time I was in a room for like 45 minutes, not know how to turn on TV. You know how he with technology, right? And so, all you had to say was Alexa. And so, Riley and Ryan, they, they just, they, they, the, the best one, two tandem as kids. So I get into the house and I open up the door. And Riley says, what are you doing here? Are you here to see my brother? <laughs> and then Ryan says, Riley, that's not nice. When are you leaving is the question. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so when it's talking about confidence and make you feel, I have no, I have no doubt that Ryan and Riley would make somebody feel something. So that is exactly them to a T right there. <laughs> well, Mr. Curry, it is master's week. My yes, well, one of my favorite golf weeks of the year. Have you played Augusta? And if not, when you gonna do it? <laughs> I have. So that's that's one of my um, favorite I'm, stories. I don't even, I'm jealous. Yeah, no. It's it, uh, back in 2015 after we won our first championship. Um, our our head coach uh, he knew somebody at, at Augusta, and he I guess talked to them before the playoff run and. And myself and Andrea Godala, the two biggest golfers on the team at the time, uh, we didn't need any extra motivation because you know, <laughs> we were chasing chasing a ring. But coach got to us and said, "Hey guys, you know, if we win this championship, you know, we can go. I think we got an invite. We can go celebrate uh, at Augusta." Hey, we like what? <laughs> this is, let alone this man Andre went to go get a Finals MVP to go get it. This man was like, "I'm going to Augusta. <laughs> man, I'm going to Augusta." So uh, it's funny too that you, you'll watch the clip of us celebrating after, right after we won the championship. I got the ball, I throw it up in the air. Andres, that was the first mistake because you got to keep the ball when you win a championship. That was dumb on me. But he's chasing the ball, he catches it, then he runs at me, and we start jumping up and down. But there's no mic or anything. You got to read his. You got to read his lips. He's jumping up and down. He's like, yeah, yeah, we going to Augusta. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of the middle of the court. So uh, long story short, a couple months later, we finally got the ghost. I did play it. It is unbelievable. I mean, obviously, as you as you go into the to the grounds, it's wild because you know every hole already. You've seen it yeah. over and over and over again. But the, uh, the undulation, the topography, all that stuff, it's it's just it's it's heaven, man. So it's uh, yeah, I can't, a pretty cool I can't, story I can't, our first time to get there. I can't wait until we go, man. I just can't mm -hmm. wait to have mm -hmm. that experience. I can't wait till we yeah. go. See how I'm getting French? We go. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait. We got we on them. All right, Steph, so who's your master's pick? I know you're a golf fan. We know you love the game. We know you know the X's and O's and the players on the tour. Who is your 2021 master's pick? Oh, man. I know it's you know, I've been thinking about it. it's tough. I was I, I've been thinking about it for a little bit, and and to be honest, I like what Jordan Spieth is doing right now. I, I was like, saying, I like he's coming back. I, I he's he's that. playing he's playing well enough 
be in contention every week. He hasn't won yet, but he's saving that for Augusta. Yes. And when you Absolutely. get him with confidence at that course, exercise all them demons of the past, I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. He's, you know, we'll see what he does in Texas this week and then carry that to uh, to Augusta. I like where he's at right now. So my my first pick was to see if Rory get the, you know, the the – the grand slam of of, of right. all four majors I, that would be a cool story as well but jordan jordan's playing well enough i think he's got a legit serious chance to get it done how they say it will he's been he's been <coughs> trending in the right trending. direction started it started here at the at the waste management man he played some good golf saw his name on the leaderboard now he's starting to climb uh last week had a great week so i don't know man jordan's Steph, we here for the record. Mm -hmm. Will and I are rarely here, but you and I, yeah. I'm going Jordan Speed too. Will, who you going with? Uh, I think, man, I, I want, I just want, I want Tony just to to prevail, like Tony Fina. I mean, is is that's a pass. I, 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 you I picking, you picking with the heart right now. You picking with the heart. I, I am. Right I, that's I like my problem. <laughs> Steph, you know, I put my heart on my sleeve and I get burned a lot. I do, you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I'm going with Tony. Dark Horse, maybe Billy Horschel because he's kind of got some momentum going in. But uh, one thing about it's so funny about Steph, Dougie, is that Steph knows his stats. Like he knows what's going on in, in, on the PGA Tour. Because I, I remember, I can't remember the, the guy, but uh, last year we, um, I said uh, we were in the office. And I said such and such won last week. Stat. I mean, Steph done rattled off his stats, <laughs> where he's from. I was like, damn. I, I, let me Google that because I don't know if you're right. So, but uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm kind of with Steph on his pick as well with uh, with Spieth. Golf well, geek, geek squad over here. <laughs> Trust that. Well, look, Steph, as we get you out of here, we know you're in the middle of the season and traveling. We appreciate you taking the time here on Beyond the Fairway. Appreciate I got to know, you're going to take four rappers to the golf course, dead or alive. I want to know who you're going with, who you pull up to the course with. They don't have to play golf. I just want to know who, you, who whose vibe is right in the game for you to go play golf with, dead or alive, uh, that you're taking with you, man. Who's going to beat? Mm-hmm. Uh... My list is all over the place. That's part of how my brain works. So we're going to go first and foremost, Lupe Fiasco. That's my favorite rapper. Yeah. I know. You didn't see that one coming. I'm taking him. I'm taking J. Cole. Um, absolutely. I'm taking Lil Baby right now. I like Lil Baby right now. I like what he's I like what he's doing. I like what Only he's because doing. he's Charlotte, right? He, he's, I, he's, uh, no, okay. little baby, not the baby. Yeah, oh, the baby. Okay, little baby. Yeah. Okay. There's so many babies no, in game. So yeah. the, the baby was an honorable mention for sure because of the Charlotte connection. I know. Yes, I know that absolutely. goes way back. Yeah, but little baby, and then I'm, I'm taking Rhapsody, going back to Carolina. Mm, that one I didn't see coming. I, I, that's my guy right there. You know what I'm saying? That's, and we're gonna give the baby. We're gonna give the baby honorable mention. Can we? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. We'll give the baby honorable mention. There it is. Rap foursome right here on Beyond the Fairway. Steph Curry. Will, I don't have much left for Steph, man. I know he's on the yeah, road. No. I know, I know you're probably gonna hit some balls some somewhere today. You might just make some some uh, air swings there in the hotel. So, <laughs> Facts. We're gonna, Facts. We're gonna let you get your mirror. I'm gonna work try not in. to. I'm gonna try not to break. I broke a table in uh, in D.C. a couple of years ago. Practice <laughs> swinging in the hotel room. Uh, they still haven't sent the bill. I'm waiting on that. But uh, right. yeah, I'm definitely. I'm definitely gonna get. I'm definitely gonna get some air swings. Good swing thoughts in here. <laughs> there you go. All right. And, hey, and when y'all come to Phoenix for uh, uh, Patrick Peterson's uh, Ryder Cup, holla at you boys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, well, there you have it. Mr. Steph Curry, thank you so much for going beyond the fairway with Will Lowry and myself, man. Hey, it's all love. We appreciate you. And you know what? 
Will's talking smack. When soon as you get off, I know he's gonna start start the smack talk again. So what I'm gonna need, we're gonna have to settle this on a course somewhere. You let us know, we'll pull up. No doubt. He gonna keep saying my driver goes beyond the fairway this way. Yeah, it goes that way. It goes left and right at the same only ball sometimes goes left and right at the same time, which is Hey, yo, big shots out to uh, Stephen Curry, Steph Wardell. We're going to call, you know what? Hey, big shout out to Wardell Curry, the second, for coming in here and going beyond the fairway. Hey, look, what y'all don't know is we got to catch up with Steph. Actually, last week, this episode was pre-recorded. Uh, he actually had just walked off the court and was like, yo, let's let's chop it up, do a little golf talk. So, um, funny thing, Will, Jordan Spieth wins. I don't know if Steph picks Jordan Spieth if he knew he was winning the Valero. Yeah, we yeah we gonna we gonna talk about that later, cause I cause that uh, I mean you just kind of exposed it. That's about to be my shank of the week, Jordan Spieth. But we'll go into later while we're talking about that. Ooh, but yeah, ooh, a little foreshadowing here. Yeah, man, you did it right there. But I, I I'm uh, I'm I'm happy about Jordan Spieth and what he did. But you know, only thing about Steph, man, is that I was thinking how cool. Even though we come in our conversation about how do we replicate some of the things that Steph has done with other uh, influencers that are similar on his platform, just think. Dougie, how dope would it be if, and I'm not saying they have to, to the magnitude of what Steph did, but, you know, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, uh, everybody who loves the game of golf, who loves black golf, people that we talk to on a daily basis about the game, how cool would it be if those guys of influence attached themselves to HBCU? Like That'd be great. I I think that'd be dope. And I think, you know, I think if if they looking, if anybody needs a guide on how to do that and how to structure it, have the HBCUs, HBCUs give us a call and we can kind of, you know, help them with that, uh, with that vertical. <laughs> you, can just, you can just call me. I, I, I am a graduate of, uh, of an yes, HBCU. you are. You know true, true Florida that, A&M, true that. Rattler Nation, what's going on? But, you know, it's, it's crazy how, you know, events that seem may, maybe seem in, insignificant can be life changing. You know, you, you go back to Emmanuel, the screening of Emmanuel for Steph being on Howard's campus. Jimman walks up to him, just starts chopping it up, talking golf. And, um, you know, as we're on the campus of Howard University, a historically black college and university, which is what HBCU means for those that may not know, for him to just talk golf and for Steph to listen, get contact information, man, that, that melted my heart, man. It was like, yo, you never know when your life can change. And, and, right. and shoot your shot, right? Shoot your right. shot if you get a chance. Anybody out there listening to this podcast. Right, I think it's a prime example of that of that situation is exactly what golf can do. You know, you, you, it's, it's cross, like you said all the time, it's, uh, it's building bridges and it's uh, it's building, you know, so, social capital. You know, if it wasn't for the game of golf, what kind, what type of conversation would they have? And that right there led to that young man um, having a relationship with Steph Curry to making a, a, a monumental changing event over there over Howard University. You know, it's just one of those things, man. Golf does does bring us all together, and it brought you and Steph together. So, you know, I'm so glad we got to get with Steph to, to talk through this this tight pants renaissance that y'all was, you know, experiencing <laughs> on the golf course. You know, Steph even said he had on some church slides. You actually had on some tennis shoes. Were they laced up? Were they not laced up? I don't know. But it was nice to get a little context. And, it, you know, he did give you some credit. You know, he gave you some credit for scoring on him. But Will, he more did. importantly, but more importantly, Will, he cut, he chopped you. You got chopped in that episode, in that interview, because he beats you with golf, and you try to build it up like he ain't, he ain't, he ain't got no game. So I, I, I don't I'm, know, I'm, bro. I, I, 
I mean, for the sake of, you know, our listeners and us and the love, I don't know if he really beat me. But I I will say that to some of the fans that love him, adore him. Okay, he beat me. But, I mean, bro, between me and you, man, he never beat me, man. Never. I I never, he's never beaten me. I, I give the guy lessons. And I beat him with the lessons that I give him with. So hey, that was I'm not fun, give, that was a funny part too. You're I'm not gonna like, I'm not give anybody a stick to beat me with. Never. So so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> just give him just enough. <laughs> hey, but he, he did remember that, you know, you do, you know, you're four. Find your four. Like find where the hell four, is dog. this? That's what is this? What is so what, what at, is find at, your four? So as I hold my four fingers up, you know, for the for the listeners, is the fact that I am I'm a firm believer when it comes to the grip. You know, if, if just similar to what Steph just said, if Tempe and Titus, zeros or looses, you have to find four. You have to be passive. You know, all unjoined, as my as my coach James Black would say, all unjoined parts moving together. Unjoined to parts. Yes, that's what he's. I don't know exactly what he well, means, I'm but he's, he, he's, 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 he's that's what he says. So everything has to be passive. Everything has to be in sync. And in order for it to be sync, you have to be at a four. All the bones working together. All the muscles. I hear you. I hear you. And and I'm a, I'm gonna leave that there. I I, I don't, I'm just gonna leave that there. I'm just yeah, just leave it there. Like, just let it. You sit. know it's funny. You know it's crazy. So we, we talked about picks for the Masters. You know this is a special Masters edition of Beyond the Fairway. We talked about picks. Does John Rom now come back into the conversation as a Masters contender? I mean, you know we we didn't know if he was gonna have the baby. You know, go back a couple weeks to Dell match play. He was like, look, don't pick me, man. I'm just out here playing. I'm just here so I don't get fined, right? That's what John Rahm attitude was <laughs> at the at the, at the the Dell match play. But now the baby, the baby's out, man. And the, the, the bun is out the oven. You know what I'm saying? Now it's Masters right. week. Does Rahm play? I don't know. Is he gonna play? I, I mean, I hope he does. I, is he a pick now? It, it, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, according to points, but he should be a pick now because I on all my on my rosters, I didn't have John at all because there's no way in the world I was going to run the risk of him leading on Saturday and have to leave. No way. There's, it wasn't yeah. worth it, you know, but uh, but yeah, now the fact that the, the, the bun is out of the oven, I, I mean, he's, <laughs> now, now you got to think now he's playing for another mouth. So if he's playing for another mouth right now, that that may have some uh, inspiration to it uh, in itself. So I'm. I, I might put him as a pick now. <laughs> the The question that we really need to figure out is Dustin Johnson. Can Dustin Johnson be the fourth to ever have do a back to back? Hey, look, man, I'm not going to I'm not going to hate on Dustin Johnson as we've said before. I'm giving Dustin Johnson a little asterisk on his Masters victory. Not an asterisk because he didn't win a championship. An asterisk because it was played, uh, at, you know, Thanksgiving time, damn near, right? And it's like, you know what? This is the this is the tightest two of the same events has ever been conducted uh in a span of time ever is masters your favorite major of all the four majors by far by far by far hmm. by far my favorite it's 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 tradition unlike any other hmm. <laughs> it's a tradition hmm. unlike any other i mean Look, i i i agree that it can kick there's, start there's history it, it can it can kick start the 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 season my opinion masters kick starts the season season officially starts that's right i don't know that's if it's, I, don't know if it's, I don't know it's my favorite major though i i think what my other favorite major is better what other major open better? the open championship is better because the open championship is like the great equalizer i mean shoot i mean that's she, do you remember oh nine when when tom watson no. almost won like you, I you should actually I do. Well, I, I do. He missed I, he missed a seven footer on the last hole. I do. Remember. No, it got to the point to where the press conference was like a funeral. Even he said himself like a funeral. <laughs> hey, I tell you this, Tom Watson 
damn near, I was so depressed that he lost. I went out and, and acquired more debt through MasterCard. I was like, man, I got to. I gotta go. I gotta go. Get, I gotta go get some Mastercard at this, up that crazy interest rate because I'm just so depressed. <laughs> Look, man. even Greg. I think I think Greg Norman had a run like the year before, like uh, top top three in 08. I like playing against the elements, right? I I like to win the rain, the gray, the, the ground game. We don't get to play the ground game, but you can't tell me that there's not a more exciting moment. Then that final group making the turn on Augusta coming down the stretch on Sunday afternoon and they get to 12 and the wind is circling and everybody is is just hitting balls in the water, man. I love that. Like Tiger wins a couple years ago. You see Fran, you see damn uh, Tony Finau and Brooks all splashing. Tiger hits it over the tongue in the middle of the bunker on some gangster stuff because he was like, you know what? I've been here before. Y'all little young bucks, y'all know how to do this. So it's, it's I have I have time stamps where I was, who I was with, that, almost every uh, Masters every year. Like, it's a big uh, deal to me. Man. But but when you look at the Masters, you have a set group of people that you expect to be at the top of the leaderboard. When it comes to the Open Championship, you don't you don't know. Like, like you, you don't you don't have a John Vandeveld at the Masters. You don't have... You, <laughs> You don't have that. At, you don't have that. Paul Laurie so, can't compete at the <laughs> <laughs> right. You can't. You don't have that. So I mean, I really think if there was a major that I get to make a wish exemption into, I would do the man. I would do the British Open because uh, I just know I have a chance. Because well, let me ask you this question: Is is the A and A in your opinion the A and A inspiration? Is that the same major in the women's game as the Augusta is in the men's game? I think so. I mean, because you got to think, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the, that ANA Inspiration, um, the champion's robe that is presented after jumping into Poppy's Pond, you know, after you, after the ceremony, can somewhat, I know it's not fair, but if it could somewhat move in that echelon as being the men's version of the green jacket, you know, the, in a the, way. The men's it, version of the green jacket. Excuse me, the women's it, version, excuse okay, me. Okay, I'm just making sure. Like, uh, moving the upper that. echelon as somewhat being as the women's version of the green jacket. Because, I mean, I think that'd be dope. You know, everybody, you know, sitting at the, uh, all the all the women are sitting at the uh, at the patio. I'm like, how many robes do you have? I have <laughs> robes, you know? So I think, I think that'd be something that'd be pretty dope. But, you know, um, you know, I, I, it's so funny after watching that event, I, I can't think of, you know, I can't help but think of Amy Alcott and when she started that, that tradition, you know, and yeah. I, and even you said something to Doug over the weekend that I didn't realize, bro, you said that they moved the pond and put a pool in there. And I just, I yeah, didn't notice that until this years ago. I, I didn't years notice that years until, ago. uh, yeah. I didn't notice that until uh, this year. So mm -hmm. yeah, that was, um, that's, that's, I think that's one of the dopest, uh, traditions out there in the game right now. Well, Will, it's my Jim Nance impression. Will. It is that time. <laughs> it's that time of the week that we all enjoy getting to. Somebody cue it. It's the shake of the week. Shake of the uh, week. All right, Will. Look, I'm. Uh, this might be mean, and I might hear about this one. Right? I'm. I'm not in its speculation. I'm just gonna say it is. I don't care. The Augusta <laughs> National Women's Amateur Championship. We get into the playoff. And um, Subasa Kajitani is playing Amelia Magliaccio. Both hit beautiful tee shots on 18. It's great. But Amelia, Wake Forest, you know, alum. She's not alum. She actually enrolled there right now. I'm going to venture to say this out loud on, on national podcast media. I believe, young lady, that you shanked the ball to the right side of the 18th green. You hit it right of the bunker. 
That's a very tough shot. Now, then with all the marbles on the line, Will, you can use the backstop up the backside of the green and bring the ball back. Go 90 degrees right, bring it down the ridge. I don't know. I ain't been there. I'm just saying. But then she left it in the bunker, and my heart, like, it was, it fell out of my chest. So, shake it a week. I hate to do it. It's going to the Demon Deacon for the shank she hit on the second shot in the Anwa event over the weekend. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It, I'm going to hear about it. I'm I'm giving it to you, Amelia. I love you, though. You played great, but you, you shanked it. Hey, uh, so, yes, I, I that was tough, you know, given the fact she lives in North Carolina with me. I feel like we have some type of bond. But my <laughs> shank of the week goes to Jordan Speed. I know I said that... Um, my heart was with Tony Finau, but as far as my pockets, my Venmo, my cash app, I'm going with uh, Jordan Spieth. I know no player has ever won the week prior to the Masters, and that's why I'm thinking he's detrimental to my livelihood right now. So Jordan Spieth is my shank of the week, and I I hope I'm kind of wrong, but I'm, I'm, I'm mad again. Hey, that's bold, man. You know, Jordan, you can't win the week before the Masters and go on and win the match. Like, it ain't. Ah, man. It's, it's, it's like he should have just three-putted. Just three, Jordan, just three-putt. Let Charlie Hoffman have it and then just, like, win next week. Like, it's fine. It's such, like, it's it's okay. such, a, cog, it's such a cognitive dissonance, man. Like, I'm bittersweet. I'm so bad. Like, I'm happy to won, but, I mean, did you have to win right now? I mean, did you, did you, did you, did you have to send to this moment? Can you not wait the week later? But... I know. I guess, I mean, you take, a, you take a W whenever you can take a W. <laughs> hey, and that's what it is. Hey, Will, always a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for rocking with Will and I here on Beyond the Fairway. You already know what to do, man. Listen, follow, subscribe, share, hit us up. Let us know what's happening, man. Hey, look, Masters Week. We're going to wrap it up next week. Enjoy the Steph Curry interview, and um, we'll holler at you. Jordan Speed. don't let me down, dude. Don't do it. You already hurt my pocket, bro. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.